serendipity, the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy, positive, or beneficial way. That is what I felt when I saw the firefalls in Yosemite for the first time. It was mentioned between my circle of friends a few times. There were even plans in place in order to allow for everyone to be able to come on the same day. The plans could not work out for my friends, but I decided it was worth seeing. So, I made the plan to go on my own. To get to Yosemite, it would take several hours. It's still the cold season, so there's a possibility of snow. I'd also not heard anything about the firefalls perhaps two weeks prior. I didn't even know it existed. But what I did know is that this rare spectacle only occurs a few weeks out of the year, and only when the light just slightly hits the horizon with perfect weather. I had been playing with my camera a bit, taking it on trips and hikes, just to see what I could capture. So when I managed to get a reservation into the park, and I drove up those windy roads going up and down, left and right, I was more than surprised to see it was a perfectly beautiful sunny day. I also did not expect there to be as many people as there were. And I decided, since I was running out of time, it was best to walk the rest of the way. I found some parking, and with a friendly suggestion, I managed to find the walkway to head to the best view. I was walking along the pines, tall, more than several feet high, with these large lumbering boulders to my left and right, completely covering the horizon, leaving long, long shadows in the mid of day. The funny thing is, I really wasn't alone. There were hundreds of people walking alongside me, all headed to see the firefalls. I didn't expect it to be such a spectacle. After walking along the trail for a little while, I noticed that the groups were starting to spur off and separate. So I did the same, headed into the trees. And honestly, it's because I had to use the restroom. <laughs> so. I headed as deep into the trees as I could, and once I finished, came back out to notice a small little group facing the firefall. I could see what they were looking at. It was a fantastic point where you could just see the firefalls slightly sideways, which was supposed to be one of the best ways you could take a shot. I politely asked the group if I could join them, and it turns out most of them were strangers, coming from the bay or outside, and even some professionals, people who took photography for a living. They were telling me stories of going to Banff and the White Sands National Park, seeing the aurora, and going to Death Valley and just all of the tales of adventure that they had in pursuit of the best shot. The most experienced in the group made a comment. Ah, 
You should have seen this place on Saturday. There were so many people. It was so busy, and it wasn't even very good weather. It was kind of cloudy, so you couldn't see it very clearly. Today, today is a good day. It's nice and clear, perfect for the light, and we might just get to see the red firefall. Super rare. I told him it was my first time seeing the firefalls, and I wasn't very experienced with photography. To which he told me, He'd been going to the firefalls for the past three years, catching it at every angle, and that, if I wanted, he could walk me through the process a bit. Now this was the chance of a lifetime. Tips from a professional photographer? I was excited at the thought. The sun had started to set. He had told me which settings to have to be ready. And then the light was dipping and he said, All right, get ready. I can't remember the last time I felt so excited. Maybe when I was a kid and I thought of Disneyland or a new toy. The nice thing about being a kid is we're completely ourselves. We love and do things without holding back, without fear or doubt or negative self-beliefs, and without craving attention. So then, what happens? What happens when we get older and we start needing validation and we start Numbing ourselves with drugs, sex, relationships, accommodating other people. Maybe when we're a kid, we get constant attention and love just for existing. And as it starts to go away, we start to crave it. And we start to try to find ways to be loved, try to find ways to meet other people's expectations, learn to get attention, learn to get love. We start doing things in order to be good, in order to be accommodating. It is one thing to learn how to be respectful in society, but it's another to disrespect yourself, to live in society. We tell ourselves we don't want to inconvenience someone by being ourselves and being joyful in things that maybe not everyone else is. We live half lives just being a shadow of what we really are. So that way we can be a good person in someone else's eyes. A good person to our parents, a good person to our partner, a good person to our friends. And any time that we don't live up to their expectations, we feel shame, guilt. And we apologize. We apologize for being different, for being outside of their expectation, and for having joy that is different 
than everyone else. Now, when I take my pictures, I feel like I'm giving something. Like I'm sharing special moments that give me joy. Sometimes I have self-portraits, and I know others have their opinions of them. I was actually once asked by a dear friend, Who are you trying to show off to? And you know my answer? I'm showing off to myself. <laughs> I will always be able to look back and see how much I've changed, how brave I was for showing myself to the public, for appreciating my own charm, artistry, sexiness, and for being proud of my accomplishments. And not many are brave enough to do that. Many of us are afraid of being judged. I will be able to show my family and my friends and the people I care about, even future children, that despite other people's opinions or expectations of how I should act or how I should be, I am fearless in the face of opinions, confident in my own skill even when the pictures turn out bad quality. And over time, the quality will improve. I will get better. And my voice, stronger and stronger. What is greater than that? When you look back, are you proud of your change? Are you proud of the time that you've spent on yourself? Loving yourself? Doing things that make you happy? Have you had a time where you were not afraid to be judged? Judgment is just negativity and criticism that has nothing to do with you. It has more to do with how others have an idea and a perception of how the world should be. How you should be. What you need to do to be good. And by trying to live up to this vision of what they think you should be, you are lying to yourself. You are not meeting your own values. You will be told how to be a good child, how to be a good mother, how to be a good girlfriend, how to be a good wife, how to be a good husband. And that by doing or pursuing anything more than those things, you are selfish. Why can't you train to climb that mountain you've always had in your dreams? Why can't you start a business on an idea that you've been passionate about for a long time? Is your excuse that you don't have time or that you have too many responsibilities or obligations? You can still value time with your partner or your children or your friends. But why can't you put time into you? Why can't we be okay with having time set aside to be alone, to be passionate about something, to pursue our dreams, and to be okay and happy with being on our own? If I could choose to pass on anything, it would be this.
how to be fearless, how to be unlimited, how to be adventurous, how to never take rejection or no as an answer. I would not want to pass on how to be a good housewife or a good mother or a good child or a good girlfriend because I am not my status. I love the people in my life enough to never expect them to be anything more than exactly who they are. If it is selfish to pursue your dreams and pay for daycare and to not spend every waking moment with your partner or with your friends, then maybe it's more selfish to expect someone to fit into the perfect role of being a perfect partner or a perfect child, just so someone can be happy that you fit into the perfect box of their perfect world. I had this thought that everything that I wanted from my previous partners I might have wanted for myself. So think now, the people you care about, do you want something from them? Do you expect something from them? Are you sure it's not something that you want for yourself? So with that, I will publicly announce that I will buy my own house. I will get my dream job. I will build my own family. I will make time to pursue my passions in photography and speaking to and helping people. And I know that I will be happy because I will be limitless, full of potential and possibility and only restricted by how much I doubt myself. I invite you all to come with me on my journey and know that not everyone is ready to take hard steps to facing fear, loneliness, seclusion, self-doubt, insecurity, and rejection, to fight codependency and reliance on other people's values and opinions and being holy themselves. <laughs> After all, it's a journey for a reason. But the biggest disservice that you can do to yourself and anyone that you care about in your life is by being incomplete and limiting yourself and limiting others. Be prepared. Be ready. I heard him say, be ready. And the click of our cameras was coming up. People were starting to cheer down the way, signaling that the sun was setting and the light would hit the falls. And then it was shining. At first orange and then a deep red. My friend kept saying, change to 160. Change to one eight. 
Okay, perfect. Now change to 1-4. You've got it. I bet you've got this shot. And indeed, I did. My hands were shaking, and my breath was unsteady when it was over. There were still cheers everywhere as the spectacle came to an end. My friend came over and shook my hand. Now wasn't that fun? Yes, that was fun. It was addicting. And I hope I stay in love with it forever. I hope for every last one of you, happiness, peace, and if this is a prayer or a wish on a star, I know one day we will all be happy. I invite you all to share your story of finding your passions, of relearning how to live, and of being yourself. everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Journey Podcast. This last episode will conclude the first season. Stay tuned as there's more progress to be seen. Keep in touch with any updates, follow on social media, and of course, reach out or share your story. This first season covered a very important journey that I made in my life. I've gone through so much change and being able to record it for this first season, being able to share it with all of you has helped heal me in a lot of ways and it'll also hopefully have healed you guys in some ways. So for the next progress and for the coming journey that is to be had I look forward to continuing to try to record it in some way, to give it some appreciation, and of course, if given the opportunity, being able to share it. I hope that all of you have gained something from this journey, and even more so, that everyone continues on their journey, continues to personally develop, to look within themselves, to find courage, individuality, a voice, strength. And of course, I will continue to progress and record the progress I make through any of my future journeys. Stay in touch, stay well, and let's see where life takes us. <laughs>